Hello, welcome back to the Gritty Men Podcast. I am John Riggs, your host, and I am here with a very good friend of mine, uh, Cy Ashley. Some of you guys that have been watching the podcast, you have uh, watched Cy on a previous episode. So welcome back to the podcast today. It's I'm glad to be here, man. I'm excited. Man, so. I'm glad you're here too. <laughs> Absolutely. For those of you that might be uh, tuning in for the first time, uh, the Gritty Men Podcast exists uh, to uh, to equip, to disciple, and to encourage men of God to live godly ways uh, for God's glory. And so that's really what we're here. That's what we're all about. We want to come alongside you men to encourage you, to equip, and inspire you um, as God's gritty men. So um, we know that grit just simply means uh, endurance through adversity. And we know that in our culture today and the society in which we live in, it requires us to have some grit. And so we want to work in three areas of our life, the mental disciplines, the spiritual discipline, and then also the physical discipline as well. So, Cy, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for uh, having me. Man, absolutely. Um, well, we're just going to jump into it. I want to start off with a passage of Scripture, and then um, Cy and I are going to discuss um, really the topic of um, what really is the way in which we as men um, – can truly find that location of truth in our life where we know how to measure everything we experience in the world. In other words, where do we get our worldview? Um, what are we anchored in? How do we find truth in, in the midst of a, of a world that seems to be full of deception and lies? Well, and it's there are endless, endless secular options out there to look, <laughs> look to. Oh, man, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, and it is just... It is a barrage of distraction. It is. I think it's even more difficult today for men because the internet has created a, a world at our fingertips. Not only oh, that, I, just the barrage of information that comes to us on a daily basis. I, I would agree with that. And I think because it has affected men the way it has, then you're going to see it affect other things. Uh, their relationships with women, their relationships with their children, their wives, all that stuff. But I, and I'm sure we're going to dive off into that today. So, <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, let's start off with a scripture out of 2 Timothy 3, uh, 16 through 17. And really, this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about scripture but and the necessity of it in the life of a Christian man. But um, in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness, so the man of God may be what complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And really, that's the essence of what we want to talk about. We're not going to let society dictate to us how we live. We we go somewhere to find that truth, and it's how we live out our life. So, um, Sai, just kind of what we were talking about even last night mm -hmm. in reference to men today, especially like. Where do they go and, and what do they pursue in, in learning what it truly means to be a man, number one? Yeah, well, and, and I think uh, what you're seeing is uh, men are looking for a purpose or a standard to hold themselves to. Absolutely. Um, you know, and so where are they going to go? Well, in a world filled with uh, self-love, self-care, self-help, mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they're going to turn to other men. Yeah. And my, my question, like we were talking about last night, my question is what, what makes that man's standard the, the, the it to go to versus this guy over here yeah. or this guy over here. And then what keeps that from changing? Because if, if the person is seeking an, another individual's, what they consider their standard or their rules of, of life or whatever it might be, mm -hmm. um, 
as as soon as their needs change, those standards can change. They'll 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 they'll, they'll, they'll redirect themselves because this is well this this really isn't working for me anymore. Right. They're like fluid. I mean, yes, they're yes. just, they just change with the times, with the seasons of yep. their life, circumstances that may, they may be going through. Yeah. And as we mentioned, I mean, guys, there's some really, um, there's some unique men on the internet that have some really good things that they share. Oh, absolutely. Um, that have some great things to offer, uh, for us in our lives as men. Mm-hmm. But the question is when it comes to the standard of how they judge, um, morality and and making decisions in the world and their worldview the way they look at the world perceive things in life what you're what Sai is saying is absolutely true is that what's the standard for that because every single guy is going to have his own source or place where he's developed that particular based um, off their experience yeah based off experience but as we know um Everyone has a different opinion about that. Mm-hmm. And so just like with morality, I mean, if you don't have a standard for morality, then morality is fluid and it's different for each person. And each person in our culture today is determining what moral is and what moral is not. And what's fascinating is it's across the gamut, man. It could be yes, anything. Absolutely. So we all, have all bets to have, are off. All we, bets are off. Yeah. We were kind of like a ship out yep. at sea with no anchor. Yes. And wherever the wind blows, man, we're going. That's exactly right. And we don't want to be those kind of men, man. Nope. We want to be anchored. Nope. Well, and, and the thing about a standard is a standard is to be held at all times. Whether whether you don't you don't necessarily like what's taking place. You, you or maybe you have an issue. Sure. Um so it, it doesn't mean that once you hit that point where there is something that you have to overcome, it's it's easy in the in in the world we live in just to just to change our direction and go seek out another a, a new standard. Right. Whereas when we're dealing with Scripture, when we're dealing with the Bible and the Word of God, that standard is set, and then He's given us the tools, He's given us the Spirit to help us through those. But the standard never changes. No, it doesn't the, change the, with the seasons. No, it does not no, change with the seasons. It's an anchor. That is right. And in and, and yeah. through those yes. trials and tribulations, holding that standard, yeah. we grow. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And there's safety in that, man. Absolutely there there's is. There's complete it, safety. And there is a comfort. Yeah. Because at, at no point when you if if I'm if I'm listening to this guy and he's guiding me along until it doesn't work and I go over here. At what point in time and how long are, are we in that, that all of a sudden we go, well, well now, wait a minute. What, what if he's right? Yeah. What, what, what if this, right. And, and then you're no better off than what you were when you started. Absolutely. That is so very, very true. And, and I think it's important, guys, that, that, you, that you would um, understand that what we're saying is we're not saying that there's not places you can go and get good information that might right, be beneficial right. in your life. But what we are saying is that for us as Christian men— Everything that we perceive through the lens of our life in, in a worldview has to all be done through the anchor, which is the Word of God. It's the only truth out there that mm-hmm. never changes. It is everlasting. It's the Word of God, and it is truth. And so if you want to have a life built upon the rock, a good foundation that's not going to be shifting and moving, even when life gets bad, like you said, when things shift and change and seasons come and difficulties come your way, if, if you're just in, in, in your own version of morality or in your own version of what you think will hold, if it's not built upon the Word of God, it's going to give way and it's going to change yep. and be fluid throughout your life. Sure. 
And, and, and do you really call it a standard if every time that takes place, right. you just you just change? It can't be you a standard, right? That's exactly right. Exactly. No so, standards so it's a don't farce change. from the get-go. Exactly. That is yep. true. Um, and there's standards that are set in virtually everything that we do in life. Absolutely. And they're a measurement. Yes. And it must meet this measurement or it doesn't get selected or allowed. That's exactly right. Yeah. And you, you've probably had that experience in your own life in many, many, many places and ways. Oh, I have. I have. I, I mean, and, and for those that saw the last podcast I was here, the military, the military has standards and you meet those standards. Yeah. Um, and if you don't meet those standards, then there's, there's training and things that you have to go through. Um, but even then, as we've seen over the years, even the military standards has, has changed. It's changing even now. It, isn't it is it? changing even now. Yeah. And, and so more to our point, it, the, in order for it to be a true standard, it has to be an absolute. Absolute. And I only know one place to get an absolute. That is it. <laughs> absolute truth can only be found in the Word of God. That is Amen. it. Yep. And that's why we desperately need it as men, for sure. Yes. I really think about, too, these guys um, that are growing up in this generation, these young men, mm-hmm. and what they're being bombarded with and the way that they actually um, function and operate uh, in society today with all the stuff that's coming at them. And man, I mean, it's incredible to me that I can go do a Google search on pretty much anything. Sure. But it doesn't mean that it's true. No. You know, I mean, just because you look it up on Google or Wikipedia, it doesn't mean that it's actually true. But we have young people that are growing up today thinking all they got to do is talk to Siri and Siri tells them the absolute truth. Sure. But it's not accurate. No, no, it's, it's not accurate. And, you know, when we're when we're, we go back to talking about that, that moral compass that you had that, that you mentioned earlier, you know, you and I talked a little bit about it last night. Um, I think we should spend some time on this one. Yeah, that yeah, that, that, that moral compass is almost to a point. I feel that it's it's non-existent. It's like you said, these days, man, anything goes right. And and it it's it's to the point where even me, when I'm talking to my sons, you I, 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 I feel absolutely the need that you have to start them in the beginning. You got to take them back to the whole. You you, you have to absolutely because yeah. they have to un, they have to understand when I when I'm referring to that moral compass compass they have to understand why I'm saying it's non-existent anymore. Where how did we get here? Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. So 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 let's let's start let's start in in Genesis one through three. Let's learn some things and explain absolutely. some things. And the the problem in today's world is you don't have that. You don't have that, that for lack of a better way of putting it, that reset to get, to get back to that foundation, that basis, right? You're just, you're, you move over here mm-hmm. and it's, you just, you jump, jump to the next, jump to the next, jump to the next. And you're chasing your tail. Absolutely. You know, we, one time we were a country that had Judeo Christian values. Yes. Even if people weren't believers in Christ and they weren't, they weren't uh, religious individuals. There mm-hmm. still was an overarching, just an element of understanding yes. of morality in People this nation. People had a sense of morality. So we had a compass here at yes. one time. Yes. And that compass was to keep us on direction. Yes. And for a society to function and exist and to last, you have to have that moral compass fixed. Because yep. how else do you establish any law? And how else do you establish um, any type of... of um, of a society that can even live together without those elements within it. It's impossible. Well, and, and then what you see is what we're witnessing today where actual truth becomes my truth. Yeah. 
Right. And, and, and so then it's just you get to a point where you, you've, that moral compass no longer exists and tr- truth is lost. Your true north is, is, is gone. Yeah. That, we don't have that anymore as no. a nation, as you can see that. Yep. In fact, what is fascinating to me is that our society and the culture we live in mm-hmm. is actually, um, it, is, it, is, it is applauding and it is, it is pursuing the opposite of north. Absolutely. I mean, it's no longer, they don't want you going north now. If it even appears to be north, let's go the other direction. They're they're doing their best to to make sure nobody knows that the compass ever existed. Right. Dismantle it all. Yep. And boy, what a what a wreck this is going to end up being. Sure. You know, the sad thing is, Cy, too, I mean, both of us, you know, also, we are serving the same church together, and Mm -hmm. we see this a lot even in the the church as a whole. We're seeing the, the church, the Christian church, deviating from the truth of God's word. And what mm-hmm. are we finding? We're finding these these denominations of all sorts and churches. Man, they're, they're going off the deep end, man. Yes. They're losing their way. Yes. And they're allowing the culture to dictate what is current moral, moral truth and right. Yes. M- morally true and right. And they're leaving the truth of the word of God. And what it's doing is it's going to shipwreck it all. Yep. It, it will not work because we have to have these absolute moral truths. They keep us on the road that in the path that we need to be on. Well, sure. As, as, a, as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, people, people that are of this world should be able to look at you and know that there is something different. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what, what has happened is because this, this cultural ooze has made its way into our church, it's become so muddled. Oh, it's great, man. That, yeah. That, 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 you, that, you, that you've, you've got people that are claiming Christians— to be, to be Christians that are, are in fact not, they're living like the world. They're leaving the church. They're living like the world. Yeah. And then you've got generations watching that mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're thinking to themselves, well, what's the difference? What's the difference in what I'm doing and you're doing other than you go to church on yeah. Sundays? What, what standard are you living by? That's because exactly right. You're not living to the standard of what I see there. In fact, for the unbeliever, your standard's no different than my standard, that, that's right? It, that's exactly it. Yeah, so we're not upholding the standard, which is the Word of God. That is the element of what we have to uphold. That's yes. That's the standard by which we live as Christians. Yes. Ab- it, it just without question. Yep. So, man, we, we're, we're just in a, in a tailspin here within our own culture, and what mm-hmm. we're finding is we're deviating further and further from the truth, mm-hmm. and things are actually getting more depraved. Yes. And more depraved and more depraved, and it's a natural digression once you leave the truth as romans 1 says god gives us over to the things that we want Mm -hmm. and when you leave the true god god begins to allow you to be denigrated to your own lust and your own desires Mm -hmm. it's just a reality so that's what's happening in our culture so we as christian men man it's difficult today because of all the gray that's everywhere whether it's in the church whether it's in the workplace, it's in our society, everything has been denigrated to a point where there's no lines anymore. I mean, it's just muddled yes. and it's just gray. And so we as Christian men, we have to stand firm and raise the standard of the word of God in our life in order for us to fulfill and accomplish God's purpose in our lives. How are we going to lead without a standard? That's exactly How am right. I going to love my wife and be the great husband that I should be to her if I don't have a standard? That's right. How do I parent my children and, and love them appropriately and discipline my kids and lead and train them without a standard to teach them and lead them by? Yes. And, and all, those, all those things, as we learn in Scripture, all those things are, are tied together. You, you, you're not going to adjust one or ignore the standard in this regard and think that it's not going to affect the outcome or something 
over in this aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's another issue that we see with the, the, the standards of men that are set. It's, it, it, it it is a a focal point, Mm -hmm. an aspect of your life. Um, I I hold this standard to this guy when it comes to my physical fitness. Mm -hmm. I hold this standard of this guy when it comes to uh, my job. I, I hold this standard. And so now all of a sudden, you're claiming that you have standards, but they're standards in different areas of your life from mm-hmm. five or six different sources. Like you've compartmentalized you've, standards. Yes. <laughs> yes, for, that's exactly now, right. This just gets under my skin. But when I think <laughs> about even like our current government and mm-hmm. the way that it operates and those, not all, but many of those that are serving in government, there's so much corruption there. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating to me is there are more than one uh, standards, there, there are more than one way in which they hold people accountable to different standards. Sure. And you're seeing this all the time. All the time. There are those that are blatantly guilty, lying, they're pathetic, they're deceptive, they're deceiving, and, and their standard, they're not held to any standard at all. Yeah. And then you have someone else on another view or another individual, well, they hold them to an entirely different standard and they basically, you know, they, they annihilate them. Yeah. Uh, based on that standard. So yeah. in this country, we have multiple standards by which we hold people accountable mm-hmm. and you have to have one. That's why in the court of law, they used to have the 10 commandments on the wall. Why? Because the reason our laws were made and developed and why the judge was holding us accountable to breaking a law is because the laws came from a higher power from God. And so we were simply just orchestrating the process of judiciary, um, um, legislation of, of guilt and penalty. Mm-hmm. And it was based on a fixed law. Yes. Not man's law, but not, God's that's law. That's exactly right. Not man's law. God's law was the foundation. But that law means nothing anymore. Oh, no. To the, to the, to our current society no. in which we live. No. And, and, and I, and I think also too, that that's even, even amongst Christians, if you know, when, when we, when we find ourselves struggling with things, um, it's it's because we we're not we're not taking that we're not taking that standard in its in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Is that am I making sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we we have to we have to we have to come back to this. It it in everything that we do in every aspect because like I said, one thing is going to affect the other. So if 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 you're out of focus in your in your work, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that the, the root problem is has to do with work. It might be coming from com, coming from something else because everything's yeah tied together. Tied together. They are tied together. And and the more I read scripture, the more the more I the more I study, the more I understand. You see that. Mm-hmm. You see that. Yeah, absolutely. And man, that's really what we want to do here, guys. Today is just to encourage you. As you are living life just like we are, we understand that there is a, a desperate need for um, God's men to live God's way for God's glory. And the only way that we can do that is to uphold the standard of the Word of God. And it has nothing to do with the culture in which we live in. It has nothing to do with the season of life that I am currently in. God's Word is true, not because I say it's true, it's because God's word is true because he said it's true and he is truth. Yep. And so one thing that I find fascinating too, even in teaching the Bible is how many people that I, uh, interact with that, um, 
they feel like the Bible is outdated and it's old fashioned. You yes. know, the reason it seems that way is because our culture has migrated away from the moral views and absolutes of the word of God. Oh, sure. And so they're saying, well, that doesn't apply today. No, it absolutely applies today. It's no different today. As you mentioned, God is the same today, yesterday, today and, forever. and forever. It never changes. It never changes. This is the, the way that we must go. It is sure. the way in which we live. And, and things are about to get even more haywire because there has been this new tech. It's, it's, it's the race to the moon all over again, only it's with AI. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden we, we're going to create this all-knowing thing that is compiled of what man's answers, man's standards, and and yeah. people are going to start turning to this, and already are, man, already are, already are, and yeah. and and it's just it's it's dangerous. It's very 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 and very, very it's accessible by anyone mm-hmm. of any age. Yeah, so it it, it is. It's just, it's just another, it's just another step. It's mm-hmm. another, another, another piece of that compass is just falling to the wayside. Absolutely. It's incredible. This metaverse and all the mm-hmm. stuff they're creating with that is pretty interesting. Sure. And well, and, and, and the truth, the truth <clears throat> is evident in application. We talked about that mm-hmm. last night and I, and sometimes I feel like that's, that's another issue all on its own is, is so many Christians want to view this uh, the word of God as uh, conceptual, mm. it rather rather than truly um, something that that can be a, that is supposed to be applied. Yeah, I mean, truth without application is just doesn't do anything for you. No, not no. at all. And and I, I don't I don't know I don't know what has to happen to to break that to break that barrier. Um, and it's. Because because we are we are losing things. Our generation after generation, they're they're losing um, certain things as it is anyway. Just yeah. through, through technology. We, again, we talked about this last night. Um, one of the things that I have noticed um, that I think our children are going to um, have issues with is nonverbal communication. Being a, being able to read the room, being able to read a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like that. I mean, technology is just going to strip that away. Um, and you're, you're going to see how that affects people. Mm -hmm. And there are, um, things that we're seeing that it's the same thing with scripture. It's just, it's just being manipulated. It's being tweaked. It's being just slowly removed. It is. And, we interact way more with um, technology than we do with people, mm-hmm. and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very serious problem. In fact, if you don't know how to communicate, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to read an individual, can you imagine marriage? Correct. Can, can, mean, can, can, I, can you imagine even approaching? I mean, you, you, you think about the things that we had to do when we were kids. You wanted to ask a, ask a girl out. You, called, you had to call her home mm-hmm. and... Man, what what happens when what what, what happens what happens when dad answers the phone? Right, you know, yeah. yeah. These kids these days they they don't have that. No, and and uh, there's just there's such small things that that they are losing um, that's detrimental, 
And when I'm talking to my son, I, I, I got to a point where I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know how to explain it in any other term to him than, than taking him back to Genesis one. Yeah. And, and explaining to him why we are the way we are, mm -hmm. what has taken place. And, and then through that, explaining how things have just progressed. Yeah. Showing him in scripture that scripture tells us that this is, that, this is this is going to be the end result when you when you turn away from God. Um, you and I were talking about that. We're not necessarily responsible for the sins of our fathers, but if they don't know God, God was, is not going to know. He's going to if you forget God, He's going to forget your children. There's a consequence in that. There's a consequence. There is a Thank consequence. There's, in there's that. a consequence. Absolutely, in that. there is. And and we have gotten so far away from any kind of moral compass. Yeah. That I was just to a point where I didn't, I, I didn't know where to start having this conversation and trying to explain these dangers because otherwise we're just starting where we're at. Yeah. And, and to him, that's the norm. Well, it has become his norm. That's all sure, he knows. Sure. But think about it. That's how you take over. You just get the next generation. Absolutely. And they have succeeded. Normalize. 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 Absolutely. Everything that we see with all of the the gender stuff and the transitional stuff and and all of the you know all of those things, man. They're just being bombarded upon the younger generation as being something normal. Well, it's not normal at all. Right. According to the Word of God and the standard of God, it's standard. not normal. You go back to the standard, you know, and if you talk to the younger generation, they say, well, I may not agree with it, but it's no big deal. Well, it is a big deal. It is a very big because deal. Because it is affecting our culture, and it's affecting our society, and if it's affecting your society, it's affecting you one way or another. Yeah, that, that, that no big deal is how we've gotten to where we're right, at right. right now. Exactly, that's the truth. And so for us as Christian men, obviously our standard is the Word of God. You know, you were talking about just the younger generation. We have an epidemic, and this is what I have just seen as a pastor in pastoral ministry for a lot of years in the church. It's so hard to find mature men. Yes. Spiritually mature men. Yes. Now, there's guys that are proficient. They are excellent in their careers. They have become masters at what they do. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to their walk with the Lord, it's as if they've never left adolescence, man. It never passes into that. And, and so there's, there's a problem there. But I'm speaking even of like the younger generation here. Um. I know a lot of like younger ladies um, that are probably in their mid twenties, super incredible young Christian ladies that want to find a husband. I mean, yeah. they desire to find that Christian man yep. and can't find one. No, they can't find one willing to even commit to a relationship. Yep. So what has happened to young men in this, in regards to their inability to want to commit in, in a relationship like this? I, I, there's something that's happened and, and I think it's got to do with technology. It has to Absolutely. do with, you can have relationship and things through phone. I think pornography has a big thing to do with it 100%. and they're, 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 they're having some of their needs met, although mm -hmm. it's sinful, they're having some of their needs met without any commitment, without any risk. And what they're doing is they're damaging themselves. They don't sure. even realize they are. But, oh, but, yeah, on a, on a psychological level. Right. Together, sure. And then also just a loose society. I mean, yep. you can have the milk without the cow. Yep. I mean, literally all the time. Well, now. And, and, and without 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 any kind of standard. Yeah. How do they recognize that is sin? Mm -hmm. They're not going to. No, exactly. They're not going to. And how is that? How is that affecting things? And in and, and, and 
you know, you, you talk to some of these young people in regard to that, and in their mind, it's kind of like, well, what's it hurting? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I, I'm not hurting. I'm not, I'm not doing anything to anybody else. And it's like, man, you're, 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 you, and the next guy, and the next guy, and the next guy that's doing the same thing you're doing. You're affecting the the women out there that yeah. are looking for these relationships. The, the these Christian women that want um, a, a strong man of God. Yeah. That has a standard that they can identify. Right. Not an adolescent. Not an adolescent. No. They want someone who is a man. Yes. And you can be a man at 20. You may not be the most uh, developed man in wisdom and experience and all that, but you can be a godly man at 20 years of age, ready to marry a woman and commit your life to her for the life of the duration of the two of you in loving her, protecting her, providing for her, being uh, true and faithful in mm-hmm. your commitment vows to her through yep. this covenant. Um, but it just seems like there's there's getting to be more and more and more singleness out there mm-hmm. and people marrying way, 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 way later. Yes. But there's ramifications to that as well. Um, well you know, you get, in the you've got people run. out there that are promoting that. Oh, Pr- yeah. Promoting, promoting young people. You shouldn't you shouldn't be married until you're 30. You shouldn't start right. having kids until you're 35. And again, it's like based off of what? Based off of the standard that you set for yourself based off of your personal experiences. Mm-hmm. How is that going to hold up? Well, because they say there's there's things that are more important now. Yeah. You know, uh, finding someone to spend your life with, having a family, those things get in the way. Sure. You know, according to our society, you oh, need yeah. to, it's all about you, yourself, S- career, self, money, self, success. Self-love is as important as anything else. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And in and, and, and the end of it, it's, it's detrimental yeah. to our society as we're seeing it is. And there's less and less people marrying. And, and I know that just through all the stuff I do as pastor and marrying people, the number of people that are, are, are either shacking up or, you know, whatever the situation would be, calling themselves Christians prior to that is incredible, man. Mm-hmm. The numbers are just staggering. Yep. Um, and so the whole point is, though, Cy, is, is what we're all going back to. If you want a good marriage, you apply the standard to your marriage. Yes. If, if you want to have integrity, you apply the standard to your life. If you want to have uh, a family that is blessed by God and you want to parent well, you, you just what? You apply the standard, apply the standard. To, to it. If you want to have um, good relationships with people and so on and so forth, you, you apply the standard. Yeah. I mean, so the standard has to be applied. It has to be, and, and it has to hold true. Yes. Through everything. Yes. Because if you're holding a standard and then that standard conveniently changes when it needs to, it ceases to be a standard. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad, guys, that as Christian men, we have the one true standard out there that we can anchor our life to. Amen. Not only um, are we blessed to know this, but it it guides our life. It's, it's the GPS of everything we need in life. And um, so... I mean, I just want to encourage you guys to to study the Word of God, to know the Word of God, to take it in on a daily basis, to memorize Scripture as we try to do on this podcast, and to develop the discipline of, of, of spiritually um, maturing in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And you mentioned this too, without application, though, it, it really doesn't do anything. Even though it's true, if you don't apply it, you don't benefit from it. That's right. And in... And, and... So when you're studying the word, you have to look for the so what. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, and I, I'm not, 
I didn't coin that phrase, but mm-hmm. it, it's something that has always stuck with me because you, you can go through scripture and you can read it and you can hear what it's saying. But if you can't step back and look at it and go, well, so what? So what do I do with that? I mean, it, it, it's kind of like, I know you and I have talked about this. It, it's any media. I mean, I, I don't care if it's conservative, if it's, if it's liberal media, um, if it's some of these people that have their own talk shows without <laughs> getting into names of shows right, and stuff. Right. But, but what you have is you have people that are spewing facts from all different directions. And it's what I fi- where I find myself is I'm listening to this. I'm like, oh, man, this is important stuff. And then they get to that point, and then that's just it. And it's like, so what do I do with this information? Mm-hmm. What do I do with no it? No application. There, there is no application. Right. There's nothing to do with it. It's just like, great, so I – you just confirmed what I already knew. The things are falling apart. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's, there's, yeah. there's a circus going on at the white house. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I need my 30 minutes back. Please. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so in that sense, it, it works the same way. The application is there. Yep. Take the time to identify it. Mm-hmm. And there is one interpretation. There are many applications. Absolutely. So, so if you're, if you're not, in the word to find that application. Yeah. Um, I would suggest to, to seek out an elder. Yeah. And, and, and get some guidance in that area. Actually find you a spiritually mature man. Yes. And uh, ask and, and uh, seek to gain some of his knowledge and wisdom that he has learned through the years. Yes. Absolutely. And that's what I am was talking about. That's one reason we're doing this grit camp and all these different things is to help hopefully begin the process of developing men into mature, godly men. Mm-hmm. You know, God never intends for us to stay where he saves us. He intends for us to grow mm-hmm. and to become like Christ. And it's this sanctification process. It's an yep. upward, it's an upward growth. It's a maturing well, thing. And, and I think it's, it, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about right before the podcast. It's, it's, it's the canon of scripture. Canon is a ro- It means rod. Yeah. Specifically, it, it is a rod used to measure with graduating yeah. steps. So, so that just in and of itself tells you that, that there's there's a growth to it. There I mean, a, I mean, Scripture tells us that, right? But even even in, even just in the word canon itself, mm. they chose that word for a reason. I'm you know I'm I'm certain. Yes. <laughs> so so uh, it is it it is it is a it is a growth process, and. If you do not have a standard that holds up, if you do not have a standard that never changes, then, man, how, how will you ever know how you're growing? What, what, what do you ever what measure? What do you measure it by? Well, that's right. Absolutely. Like for right. us, even in our physical exercise, mm-hmm. I'm not measuring myself against you. Mm-hmm. Like if we go ruck together. Mm-hmm. Um, now we may be competitive in it, sure, right? That's just natural and normal. <laughs> That's right. But the Keep only thing, going. yeah, the only, right. <laughs> but the only thing that I can measure myself by is myself. Yep. I mean, that's my. I'm the standard of sure. that. And so I know what I was able to do uh, two two months ago, but I also see now what I can do now two months later. Mm-hmm. I have a measuring point, and I've seen that I've progressed and I've grown, and it's it's nice to know that. Sure. And and, and the thing is, even when we're rucking. It's true, true or false. If if you're if you're measuring your growth physically mm-hmm. in that ruck, is it easier to do if you're hitting that same trail once or twice a week, or do you think it's easier to judge that growth if you're doing a different type of ruck on a different type of terrain on a different? No. 
Right. Yeah. It's the same. Being on the same Be, one. That's right. Yeah. Even am I saying that you that you don't need to that you don't need to um, exercise maybe in a different way? But when you're you when when you want to establish that mm-hmm. standard, you need to have that consistency. Right. Absolutely. You know, it, it's 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 kind, it would be kind of the the equivalent of trying to build a house. If you and I are trying to build a house and you're wanting a measurement and the whole time I'm running the tape measure back and forth and you're wanting to know the measurement and I'm reading you off something different every time. Yeah. That house isn't going to come together very well. Not very well. <laughs> Not very well. No. And we have one ruck that we do a lot that we enjoy to do. It's called the river ruck. And, and, uh, there are some places that really suck in that ruck. Let me tell you. <laughs> they, and we've got, are, we've they, got, they are a test. <laughs> we've and got it marked out. And so we know when they're coming you're glad when they're done, but you got to come back and do them again. That's that. I think that's the, the <laughs> toughest part about it is you, it's not a one and done situation. No, it's not. It, you, you know, seven miles later, you're going to hit that same part again. It's like, well, it was great the first time. Right. I can't wait to see it this time. Absolutely, man. <laughs> that's so true. Oh man. Well, what else? You you have anything else you want to share? Um, in regards to our standard, um, in regards to the Word of God, and how. These men, um, our brothers in Christ, uh, can um, can grab a hold of that and apply this truth to their life, uh, especially in establishing um, the way in which they live. Sure. Um, one, one of the things that I, I want to uh, kind of guard against, and I, I, I did take the time to uh, write this down, is in, in the world that we live in, and we, we kind of touched base on it, in this world of self-help, yeah. and and uh, self-love and self-care and we hear these terms mm-hmm. um i would i would say that if we look at christ as our standard um i was thinking about mark uh 10 45 and it says that christ christ is our standard or i, I say this christ is our standard and he came um to serve not to be served mm-hmm and so if if we're looking at that in our standard and our concern is self love and self care right we're already missing that mark right. we we've, we we're all, and and I just say that because you see so much of that today oh man and absolutely self absorbed selfie yes, world self yes, everything yes yeah and um especially especially the the body of the church we're we're here we're here to build each other up in Christ right um so just just to be careful of that because that stuff, that stuff is everywhere. I was, I was, I went through about in the last three weeks, about four different airports mm-hmm. and every airport, every airport mm-hmm. in every place that sold books, I almost took pictures of it because there were shelves dedicated to self-help, self-care, self-love, yeah. uh, just any, anything that is self-centered. Yeah. And yeah. So, and, and again, there are there were shelves of it. It sells. How, 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 how many? <laughs> right. How many different authors? Yeah. How, how many different sets of ideas? How many? You know. And it's it's there. It's there for yeah. the pick. So just be aware of that stuff. Absolutely, man. It's nice that we have one place to go to find the true standard. That. Isn't that's, that what, nice? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't. I don't need so bookshelves. I don't have to question. Well, who authored this and, right. and, and where did they get this information? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I, I, I prefer the dual authorship of the scripture. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's really good stuff. Well, guys, um, our encouragement, of course, to you today is that um, in this ever-changing world and uh, a world that is becoming more and more deceived and deceptive, uh, 
every single day. We're in these days, guys, and I, I guess for me, I just hasten to say that we're living in the last days. There's no question about this. And Jesus made it very, very clear that the last days would be identified by the word deception. And so for us, we just want to encourage you to, to hold the standard of the word of God. It's going to be the one thing that you can anchor your life to in these days. And it will help you as men of God to live God's way for God's glory. It'll help you know how to operate in life. How do I address these issues? How do I face this culture that's in opposition to the things of God? How do I love my wife? How do I raise my kids? You know, how do I have integrity at work? And, and how do I serve others and love people that are hard to love? And I mean, just go down the gamut of it. It has what we need. And so I want to encourage you um, in the Lord today to just um, hold true to the standard of God's word. And then by way of application, put that truth to work in your life and watch it work because it will, because that's the truth of God's word. So if you're struggling in your marriage, uh, maybe you're watching this and you and your wife are really struggling. Um, the word of God has very, 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 um, vivid, um, places where you can go to seek truth in how you, um, operate within marriage. And the key is to apply that truth yes. to your life. If you just apply what you know the Word says, you'll be amazed at what happens in your marriage. Um, and it, this is speaking of all different areas of life, man. Sure. Cause, in, I mean, because you, you, uh, you can open the box, you can stare at the instructions, but that doesn't mean that the the playhouse is going to build itself. No, no. You 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 know you're gonna you're gonna have to apply what's in there. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of guys like myself watching that. You know, a lot of times I just take pride in not using the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've I, been guilty of that. Once and then I have to go back and grab the instructions and find out why I have these pieces left over. <laughs> it's the same way, even for you and many things in your life. You may have started this life out. Obviously, we all did before Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe some things that you've done, uh, you've got pieces left over because it just didn't go together right. Well, I want to encourage you that go to the Word of God, and He can help you figure out where those pieces need to go and uh, how it all fits together. So, Amen. Yeah. God is our standard, not our culture. Absolutely, you, brother. You, you said it best last night. That stuck with me. Oh, man. That stuck with me. So, brother, thank you so much for hey, being Hey, thank with you for having today. me. Man, we'll I, do this I, again. I cannot wait. Yeah, I we'll enjoy do it. it again. I get a little more comfortable every time we do this. So, <laughs> so but before too long, before too long, I'll have this down pat. You will have it down, brother. <laughs> and for you gritty men out there, thank you for taking time to spend a few moments with us. And uh, we just pray that God will continue to do his mighty work in your life as you live out. God's purpose and plan for you. Living God's Amen. way for God's glory. Amen. God bless you guys. Until next time, we'll see you soon. God Stay gritty. Good.